0: In the name of the blessed Trinity, one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Well, here we are. (laughs) An Easter like never before. It seems so very odd, staying at home, participating through electronic waves, these seats nearly empty. Yet again, maybe it's not so, so odd. Maybe it fits rather well with the oddity of Easter, an oddity that we often overlook or gets buried. After all, today we celebrate an event that only took place once and nobody actually saw it. The fact of the matter is, all we know about the resurrection of Jesus Christ is what was left behind, the residue, The other day, I baked a loaf of anadama bread, a New England molasses wheat bread for a neighbor because her husband fell and is in the hospital. I went upstairs for a while to my makeshift home office in the guest bedroom (laughs) to do some work while my two teenage children were sequestered in their bedrooms pretending to be at school. (laughs) A few hours later, I came down the stairs to the kitchen and on the floor was a pile of Saran wrap and aluminum foil that the bread had been wrapped in. Now, I didn't actually see the Australian Labradoodle eat (laughs) the loaf of bread, but I knew that he did it (laughs) from what was left behind and the guilty look on his face. (laughs) You see, you don't actually have to witness an event to know that it happened. When you're driving down the road and you see a bunch of police cars ahead of you and you're directed over to only one lane to pass by. And as you pass by, there's broken glass and car parts scattered on the road. You don't have to have seen the cars collide to know what happened. This great celebration, this feast, the biggest, and in our view, the greatest celebration happening around the world is powerful enough to break through our inability to be all in one place. It is more powerful than anything and simply Because of its consequences. Now that's odd. What actually happened today. Is mysterious. And often difficult to comprehend. But the residue. What's left behind. That we see. All of the time. And that. Is what enables us to believe. In the end, that's what we read about the resurrection of Jesus Christ in the Bible. Have you ever noticed that we don't get the details of the event, but the aftermath of the event? Nowhere in the gospels do we get a Star Trek like description of how God seated wherever God sits, sent out power which surrounded the body of Jesus and morphed the particles that began to change and everything. No. We don't get that. What we're here to sing about today, what we're here to celebrate, are the consequences of the resurrection. We know it happened because of what has taken place since. We know it happened because a band of denying, demoralized disciples became completely new people and carried out a mission that has never been matched. Easter, therefore, is not an ending. It's a beginning, it's the catapult of a whole new reality, a whole new way of being, of living, and even of dying. A new world where not even death truly means what it looks like. You and I, we are stewards representatives, ambassadors of biblical word, of this reality. We bear this resurrection in our lives and perhaps no greater time than these. We are here to tell the world of the reign of new life in a world that often wants to place fear and death at the center And at a moment of time where we are wont to place fear and death at the center. Mary comes to this tomb early in the morning, not because she wanted to see Jesus rise from the dead. Some people say that that's what Easter is. Belief. The disciples wanted a resurrection. That's what they were looking for. And so that's what they saw. This is the all you have to do is believe take on Easter. But that's not at all what's going on in the Bible, in the description of the actual morning after. All of the gospel writers are clear that the women went to the tomb expecting nothing more than a cemetery, a dead body visiting the cemetery. They weren't looking for a resurrection, but the resurrection residue is what they encountered. The resurrection met them and took hold of them and made them new. They couldn't ignore it. They couldn't turn it back and push it away any more than I could get that loaf of bread out of the dog. Here in John, Mary stands before the tomb. The stone is rolled away. She's surprised. She runs and tells Peter and John They come to observe it, and then they go home. They believed that she was right, that the stone was rolled away. It doesn't mean they believed there was a resurrection. And then we get this powerful exchange between Mary and Jesus, which seems to be the whole point of the story. At first, she doesn't recognize him Then he says to her, when she finally does understand who he is, he says these odd words. Don't hold on to me. How odd to see the results of a resurrection and the one whom you love the most says, don't hold on to me. Seriously. She watched him crucified, bloody, and buried. And he says, don't hold on to me. How odd. And yet, how it is the point of this day. For Easter is not only the sign of all signs that God is at work in the world, trampling down death and sin. Easter is also when you and I get to go and tell about the resurrection. When you and I became ambassadors of the good news. It is no mistake that we never hear Jesus ask the type of individual self-help questions we're all so familiar with. Are you looking for more meaning in your life? Would you like a more positive attitude? Of course, we find those questions helpful at moments in our lives, but this is not the point of Easter. The mission of Easter. Don't hold on to me. Go, tell Mary, go. Go to the brothers and tell them. Give them this good news. Easter is God at work, moving in us, molding us, shaping us empowering us to do more than we could ever ask for or imagine our ability to do on our own. Despite popular sayings in our faith, you can't really give yourself to Christ because Easter is Christ taking you. You can't really take Jesus into your heart because Jesus, on this day, takes you into His heart and is bound to take us to places we would never go on our own. Yes, this Easter is odd, but let's admit the oddity that all we have to go on about Easter is its residue, its effect, how the world has actually been changed. So don't just stare at the scene. Don't just stand from afar and observe what happened. Don't hold on to me, Mary. Go. Tell. Easter is God saying, and maybe even it is more real to us in this quarantine than it has ever been before. Easter is God pushing us. Go. Get out. Don't hang around and don't hold on. Tell the world, especially these days, death has no power life is everlasting expect to see the difference expect to make a difference alleluia christ truly is risen now this afternoon i'm off to bake another loaf of bread How about you? Amen.